that. Um, are you ready for this, Mr. Poopy Pants? <laughs> yes, I am. Because uh, doing a podcast is risky, kind of like uh, crossing the street or sticking your face in the fan. We saw all of the Naked Gun movies, uh, and they remain, I think we can agree, fantastic. Yeah, priceless. Um, yeah, priceless. they are. They, they are a true gem of, of film. So we're going to talk about those. For a change, we don't have anything particularly terrible to talk you know, about. Uh, I wouldn't call this slapstick comedy. What would you call it? I would call it farce. Farce, yeah. I don't like slapstick comedy. It wasn't on a slapstick. Well, comedy. it is and it isn't. I mean, it's not slapstick like, and I'm just going to mention this because I, as I told you when you made me when you, when you asked me to watch it, it's not slapstick like the underground comedy movie. Which, as I said, is less funny than a Holocaust documentary. (laughs) I own that movie. I'm sorry. It is the. It's honestly. It's and you know the movies I've seen. That is a that is a strong contender for the worst. It's terrible. The less no, 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 not. But that gets into something I want to talk about anyway. But okay, so Naked Gun. Now you didn't know this was a TV show beforehand until I told you, right? Yep, in which I watched all those six episodes. They're so good. <laughs> the which, sh- which, it, which it added a special for me because I already grew up with these movies, but knowing that there was a show that I never knew about, man. And it's so good. And then you're right. All that all the movies do is pay homage to that fucking six episode season. They yeah, had, it's man. Police Squad and you can find it on YouTube, the whole series. Yeah. And only made it six episodes. Don't know why. Well, I've got a theory why. on that too. Um, I, I, well, and this gets into the larger conversation I want to have about this. Doing parody as well as it's being done here is very difficult. It's hard. Yeah. Um, there's a reason that most shows that do this, or movies for that matter, don't go past at most two movies or a season. Yeah, definitely. But, I mean, there's two exceptions to that rule. One, one is, um, and I was going to talk about this later, but I'll go into it now, Sledgehammer from the 80s, which I remembered fondly, and I watched part of on YouTube, and it's exactly as funny as I remembered it being, about a super violent cop that talks to his gun um, and is making fun of mostly the Dirty Harry movies, uh, and uh, Angie Tribeca, which is very, very funny and went for four whole seasons on TBS. Hmm. Um, the reason, though, that particularly Angie Tribeca works, and I'm getting into this with this as well, when you are going after a specific movie, and this is why the Freiburg Seltzer garbage doesn't work, if you're parodying a specific movie, I don't think it works as well usually. Usually you have to parody like a whole group, like a genre, like a whole group of things. Mm-hmm. That's what Naked Gun does. It make, it's making fun of the old like 1970s police movies. And Angie Tribeca, if you get the chance to watch it, is making fun of, like, 700 different police procedurals that are on at any given time. All the CSIs, all the USCIS, all that crap. So they have material to spare. Anyway, Naked Gun. Okay, so 1988. Good year. 33 years old. It's old enough to have a kid and a mortgage. (laughs) What were you doing in 88? Uh, 1988, I was... uh, Oh, what was I doing in 88? Let's see. Must have been a busy year. I was 16. Ooh. Wait. All right. Yeah, I was 16 years old. So I was going to high school and being mostly kind of miserable because high school sucked. Uh, hanging out with my friends that wore combat boots and long trench coats and uh, <laughs> listening to a lot listening to a lot of Nitzarab and, uh, and ministry and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, ministry. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, ministry. So what? No, I'm all about that shit. Um, I, I've seen in, I wasn't in school yet. Yeah. I was four. Damn, ugh, damn kids in rock music. Um, and this is directed by David Zucker. Which did he did the uh, the TV show right? Well, he did and he didn't. Um, David Zucker is part of Zucker Abrams Zucker Zaz as they were known at the time. These are the guys who made Airplane. Their first movie, which I don't remember, if, uh, I think I've talked to you about it before, it was Kentucky Fried Movie. Is that a thing called Kentucky, Kentucky Fried? Yeah, Theater. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Kentucky Fried Movie is insane. It's basically a sketch comedy movie around a loose parody of End of the Dragon, which is very funny. It's very 70s. If you're not in the 70s, you might have a little trouble getting through it, but it's real, real mm-hmm. funny. Pretty good. Um, and very random. Big Jim Sl- It's worth it for Big Jim Slade alone. That whole joke is great. Um, but then they made Airplane, and it's because of Airplane that they got Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, because like, Airplane was a shit. 
it's airplane for my money is the, the funniest movie ever made. I, I can't think of anything funny. It's I could watch argument. it. It's a good argument. For I sure. could watch it every day and still laugh at something I hadn't laughed at before. <laughs> I, um, mean, I would keep laughing at the same things. That's so good, dude. Um, but they got Leslie Nielsen and Robert Stack and Lloyd Bridges for that movie, despite the fact that it was their first major studio project and that all the producers wanted them to get comedians. And they were like, no. No, we need serious actors to do this. And Leslie Nielsen at the time was a very serious actor. Really? He, I didn't know that. He was he was in he was the captain in in, uh, in uh, Forbidden Planet. Like he was known as like a real serious sci-fi actor. He did a lot of like leading man roles, and so they got him and Stack and Bridges because they were all known for doing like you know um, Untouchables and Sea Hunt, like these very serious roles. And they figured out, and this is what most of these movies do wrong that if you make people who are acting absolutely stone-faced serious say incredibly goofy shit, it's way funnier. Mm-hmm. That's why Leslie's great in this. Because there's not a word that comes out of Frank Drabbit's mouth in this movie that, that doesn't sound like he absolutely means it, even though it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it was perfect. Leslie Nielsen was perfect for this role. He was. He was perfect for all kinds of roles like this. And Leslie Nielsen made some bad movies. Spy Hard. No thanks. Um, everything after Nicky Gunn? <laughs> well, no, no. I will I will stand up for Wrongfully Accused. That was the good. Wrong, wrongfully Accused is a funny movie. And it's an exception to the rule because, like I was saying, I think parodying genre works better than a specific movie, and that's obviously going after The Fugitive. But I think that one works just because it's so damn goofy and silly. What about that Magoo movie? <sighs> that Mr. Magoo. 2001 A Space Travesty. Holy shit, that's unwatchable. Um... Repossessed is pretty damn bad. Um, but we're gonna get into that in a little bit. Um, Zucker, did, okay, so didn't Zucker do? Um, well, he kind of went off the rails. People. Well, yeah, they all did, he directed it, but they all worked on Ruthless People together. Yeah. Um, the the other big movie that they did, which I love apparently more than anyone else that I talked to about, is Top Secret, which I think joke for joke is about the most full movie of nonsense ever made. There's a joke on screen pretty much for the entire movie. Mm-hmm. But that's another one. They're making fun of Elvis movies and old World War II dramas. With a couple of things about uh, Blue Lagoon shoved in there. <laughs> Whatever, but that's a great movie too. Zucker after this and after Ruthless People, he kind of he kind of fell into a... He didn't do as much good stuff. Um, he, uh, he did uh, American Carol, which is terrible. Um, which is basically like a super right-wing Christmas carol. Hmm. And he did um, two of the scary movie sequels. Yeah, three and four, I believe. Yeah, and that was a minor attempt to kind of revitalize this kind of humor, but it had that problem, that they're all kind of way too specific. Yeah. And they're doing the, the Seltzer Freiburg thing, which is like, hey, remember that movie? Here it is again. <laughs> this doesn't do that. Yeah. Um, and, and the other guys, uh, Abrams went on to do uh, a bunch of uh, stuff, including the Hot Shots movies, which are about the closest in terms of tone, I think, to this. I wish they had three of those. I don't know what they would have done with the third one. I don't know. And um, Jane Austen's Mafia, which was fine, but I really wanted to like it more than it, yeah, than it okay. was. It's fine. It's got some really funny moments in it. But, man, I really wanted to like that movie so much more. <laughs> I'm a Mother was really funny. <laughs> Other than that. Um, I don't like Jay Moore. I like Jay Moore. I can't stand his him. stand-up's a riot. Um, and uh, the most successful of them, oddly, is Jerry Zucker, who at these days is mostly known as the guy who made Ghost. But he's had a lot of success doing like more serious stuff and dramas and things. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, yeah, I was saying Leslie Nielsen. The reason he's great in is because he's playing it completely straight. Um, that's why Lloyd Bridges would not have been great in this. Because by this point, Lloyd Bridges is already starting to be a self-parody. Like he was in Mafia, where he's acting too silly. Was he supposed to be... No, but it, given that they'd worked with those guys before, I would imagine that would have been a thought in their head before they did the TV show. Mm. But he, like I said, he's got... Nielsen's got the idea of, I have to act like this is, this is a, a cop drama. Even though I'm saying... Stuff like Mr. Poopy Pants and 
very hot and awfully wet. Just straight face. Yeah, just completely let's straight actually, face. Let's actually talk about the first one. Uh, yeah, so I'm getting there. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, so 1988, 33 years old, directed by Zucker. It's really weird to see OJ. Because you weren't expecting what was going to happen? Well, <laughs> I don't think anybody expected what was going to happen, but it's weird to see him in this because he's very likable. Yeah, he's like one of my favorite characters. No, he's hilarious. Norbert's a riot. Ned and Gorbert, like Norbert. Oh, yeah, no. Well, George Kennedy's been great forever. He's perfect in this. George Kennedy's good. George Kennedy's one of those guys you'll just <laughs> love to see in anything. Like, he's just really good in pretty much. Well, even because if he's, he's always been like that serious actor, too. You know what I mean? And yeah. Just, and he's a, such a huge fucking man. He was a big man. He was tall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's one of my favorite lines in the whole thing when uh, Ted shoots him with the dart. Ted! <laughs> why? <laughs> <laughs> and the first one, the f- my favorite part of the whole first one is a George Kennedy moment <laughs> when they're at the ball game <laughs> and he's watching, but he's like, he's chewing the hot dog, he's sipping the water, he's biting <laughs> he has the a ice cake, cream, he bites the cake, <laughs> and I'm just like, damn, dude, like, <laughs> how many takes did he have to do? Where's just one? But I love, I love fucking Ned. Yeah, no, and I didn't realize this until this last time I watched it. You know what's kind of cool about this movie is that so much of the main cast is old. Yeah, like like you don't see that anymore. Like almost Especially every Priscilla Presley. I mean, well, she looks it now. She yeah, looks but, like a zombie now. But but she was forty five, and then she was one of the youngest people in the cast. Yeah. Um. I mean, when they made it, uh, Nielsen was sixty two. George Kennedy was sixty three already. Friggin' Ricardo Montalban was sixty eight years old. Con. <laughs> and um, they're all great. Uh, in fact, if I thought this is kind of funny, um, one of the guys who is still alive is Ted, who I think. Was close to the oldest person on the cast. The uh, the the uh, guy who shot him with the dart. The guy in the lab. Yeah, the lab guy. He's ninety four years old. He's, He's still, still alive. alive. Oh yeah. I didn't even bother. Ninety four years young. There you go. Good to you, man. Um, the tagline on this was, "You've read the ad, now see the movie," which is awesome. <laughs> but I mean, we could spend all day doing lines for this movie. I mean, it, if if airplane didn't exist. This would be a strong contender for funniest movie. It would be a very strong contender. If Airplane never existed, though, Leslie Nielsen would have still been doing shitty sci-fi movies. Well, I don't want to live in that universe. I, Did he do any sci-fi after this movie? Not really. The only, the only comics. even close. To, no, he did Creep Show after this, which shows his range. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And he's two, right? Um, no, the first one, and he's amazing in it. He's so That's good. That's when he uh, was drowning Ted Danson, right? Yeah, or he drowns Ted Danson, and at the end they bury him in the sand, and he's like, "I can hold my breath a long time." Yeah, that was a good one. That's awesome. Too bad Creepshow didn't have three. Yeah, well, it's a series, but eh. yeah. But yeah, yeah, the first one. Do you think the, the plot and everything? It was uh, I thought it was hilarious because I didn't know. The rest of the movies, and they start impersonating real, uh, real life people, basically. Yeah, I think it's Queen Elizabeth in this one. Well, uh, the beginning of the first one, which is all the videos. <laughs> the solution is not strong enough for Libya. That guy's really owning it. Uh, I love that bad guys. What? I couldn't get away with that. Now. No, I believe it's hilarious. Uh, well, and that the main bad guy in all three of them really is named Pap Schmier. Pap Schmier. Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> um, but. Uh, no, it's it's an amazing movie. It barely misses a step. I mean, the the only specific parody I can remember from it that I've seen in another movie is the uh, one of the best jokes in the movie <laughs> when the line of uh, "Oh, when I see a bunch of guys in togas chasing somebody through the park with knives, I shoot the bastards." That's my policy. <laughs> <laughs> that's from Dirty Harry. When the uh, we want to have trouble like yeah last year. Oh, when I see a. Naked man with a heart on chasing a woman through an alley. I shoot the bastard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> those were actors. Good ones. <laughs> Sexual assault with a concrete dildo. Like, the whole thing is just wall-to-wall funny. Did pretty good in the box office, too. No, I, that I did not look at. On a $12 million budget, it made $140 million. That's almost not enough. It, it deserves to do better than that's that. That's 80s money, right? It still deserves to do better than that. It's a great, great movie. Dare I say this, but any of these movies, considering the people that they had in the movie and their, you know, all the accolades to go with it, mm-hmm. should have been nominated for an Academy or two. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I think it would have cheapened the experience. Uh, it, this isn't an Oscar kind of movie, yeah, but that's Oscar good. But that's the good. Actors in there. I think it's. I. 
So we just the fact that they pulled George Kennedy to do a role. role God, he's so yeah. good, too. He's good in all of these. Um, well, like I said, I, like Fate and Prince, but Otrey's very good. Yeah, even he's, had, uh, I like that they pulled Reggie Jackson for it. That was <laughs> he's amazing. still alive. Of course like, he is. No, but I was saying, like, like of the main cast, it's pretty much him, OJ, and Priscilla are the only <laughs> ones left. Like, everybody else is dead. Um, well, who said the, uh, what you call it? Oh, Ted. Ted. Yeah, I mean, he's 94. Like, the, but that's the thing. I kind of like that. I don't. I don't remember the last time I saw a comedy of people like this kind of comedy of people this old in it. Like you would think, every time they fall down, you'd be like, "Ugh, <laughs> that seems painful." Um, but you don't even think that because they're so like, but like owning the characters. Yeah, straight face. That's that's what makes it great. Um, and it has a, a Rotten Tomatoes of 88 from critics and 84. I think, be, I think it should be in the 90s. Well, the the show got 90. From critics, really? Yeah. Well, and, yeah, but I mean, damn, but the movie was great. Oh, I agree. I, I but I think that's perfectly fair. Eighty-eight, eighty-four. I, I, I think that's hmm. that's a super high high score. That's a very high score. Hmm. I think that's pretty good. I don't know. I'm not gonna argue it. It could be. It, it, it can be higher. I'd be fine it, with that. And it went against Twins. <sighs> twins is fine, but it's not nearly this. It's not even close. Um. Yeah. Oh, and just to backtrack a little bit, you're right. They did make Ruthless People, and that was like a whole different... That also is an awesome movie. Yeah, I know a lot of people have not watched that movie. It's so good. It's a great movie. That should, that should be the recommended watch That was episode. my first dose of Danny DeVito. He, it's one of his best movies. That and Throw Mama from a Train. That was my first... Yeah. Uh, yeah. My parents had both VHSs, and I got into them. That's how I saw Danny DeVito was Ruthless People. Yeah, yeah. Episode. Ruthless People is if we're going to recommend a watch on this on this episode, I think that's the recommended watch. Ruthless People is amazing. Here's the thing about the original. I'm going to get into this with the second one. If we're ready to move on to the second one, yeah. The smell of fear. Nick Gun <laughs> two and a half. This is 1991. Good year. Um, yeah, I graduated from high school that year. Uh, Zucker back behind the wheel. Um, also very funny. I'll say of the things you've watched, this was the easiest three movies to get through. Like, Absolutely, like it's just you didn't really need to watch them. To be they honest. don't really, yeah, they don't really demand a lot of your attention. They're funny. You can miss stuff and then you'll catch it next time. If you watch it with an extremely open mind. You'll love the movie. Oh, they're great. Um, the only reason this isn't as good as the first one, and this is a problem with the third one too, is that the first one was pretty careful not to like make references to stuff from 1988. They, mm-hmm. they, they kind of went out of their way not to make, like, super, like, contemporary references in it. Queen Elizabeth has been queen forever. She's still queen. <laughs> like, that's not really a contemporary reference, right? But, like, they never reference, like, who the president is or, like, what's going on in the world or any of that stuff. That doesn't happen in the first movie. And right yeah. from the jump in this one, Judge Like a Boar, <laughs> which nobody remembers that incident. Drive-by slapping? Yeah. Um, and then you got Bush, but a lot of this, it, this is when they start to get a little like, oh yeah, this is obviously made in X year, which I think cheapens it a little, mm-hmm. not very much. This does have some of the best sight gags in any of the movies. All the stuff around the explosion at the, uh, at the lab mm-hmm. is friggin' hilarious. You could look at that whole scene a hundred times and find something in the background that you didn't see. I've seen this movie probably at least seven times. And even the last time I watched it, I was like, holy shit, how did I not see that last yeah. time? I've seen this movie a fucking a gajillion times. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's great. It's really, very really funny. But, like, yeah, they're making references to John Sununu. Nobody, nobody born after a certain point is going to have any idea who the fuck John Sununu is. <laughs> right? Um, so it's a little dated. That being said, it's awesome. It's got, a, like I said, some of the best psych gags. Um, Robert Goulet is a great, a great villain. Yeah, Goulet! Uh, he is a great villain. He's very funny. Um, He's dead. Well, yeah, yeah. This is another one. I'm starting to think they're cursed films, not just because they were old, no, obviously, man, but like dead. some of the people in this like who are younger. But some of the people who are younger here have died too. Hmm. Um, uh, the uh, hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. He's still alive. Thank God. <laughs> oh, we forgot to mention him. Yeah, no, he, you you go, Francis. Um, <laughs> I, I hope he's making a million dollars. Bucks um, ton. <laughs> there are three of those. Are you talking about because of that latest one? Yeah. That's interesting. Um, we'll have to, we'll have to file that for later. See what you feel like later. Yeah. Um, 
the the saddest one is uh, the gal from the one of the classic lines, which is also in the TV show. Is this some kind of bust? Yes, ma'am. It's, it's <laughs> very impressive. Very impressive. <laughs> she died at the age of forty-one. Really? From a heart from a heart infection. Yeah. But like the guy, uh, Hector Hector Savage, he's Hector dead. Like, um, which is too bad because he has a lovely voice for singing uh, the way we were. Um, I think his, I, I don't, I didn't like that guy's character only because uh, his demands that he made when they were shooting at the fucking <laughs> a Porsche, a Porsche, <laughs> in, a, in a hotel room in Jamaica, something like the locals, not touristy. <laughs> like, Wait a minute, dude! You're supposed to trying to get away. <laughs> no, that's why it's <laughs> funny, like. And then he's gonna give up, and Frank and, and Frank, of course, drives the friggin' tank right through the <laughs> thing. Um, yeah, the only thing that brings this down for me a little is that it, it's real dated. Yeah, and and you're starting to see Leslie get less straight faced and a little goofier. Yeah, and he's not as strong when he's goofy. He's better when he's doing just like straight stuff. Like his best line, his best part of this whole movie for me is when he sees Jane in the restaurant and he tries to go to the table and does the whole speech and looks up and it's that dude. <laughs> Yeah, well, I just want to be loved. I just want to be held. Yeah, <laughs> Frank, <laughs> that guy. I, I was thinking about it earlier. I'm like, what the fuck is that guy doing now? <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? Like, and where did they really, find him? Really strange looking dude. He looked like he belonged in a what was that Arnold Schwarzenegger in Russian movie? Raw Heat, or Raw Deal. Oh God, Raw Deal. Nobody <laughs> gives me a Raw Deal. You're, you're either thinking of Red Heat or Raw Deal, and I don't know which one. I think they the Russian one is Red Heat. Red Heat, okay, there you go. Look yeah, Raw Deal is the one heat. with uh, the one uh, where he's like a Polish sheriff of some American town. Nobody gives me a raw deal. You're right, that was that one. Yeah, or it's Red terrible. Heat. Yeah, because he was, uh, yeah, he was red in that one. Yeah, it's real, real. Anyways, terrible. that guy belonged in Raw Deal. Yeah, no, I agree. He, he looked like an extra <laughs> from uh, Hardcore Harry. Not like a Simpsons character if you really look at it. Kind of, yeah, yeah, a little bit. But that was also the best one of the best parts of the scene when she slaps, when she slaps him. <laughs> the third hand, <laughs> and see, and that's the thing. Like the look on his face after she gets him with the third hand, he's just like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> that that's what I'm talking about. Like he doesn't give it away on that. He just kind of like is like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> um, no, that's that kind of stuff is great in this. Like I said, my my only issue with it is that it gets a little dated, and he starts getting a little too goofy. Um, well, maybe he thought that he wasn't going to be around much longer. <laughs> this was not. He was not that old in 91, dude. And you know, this is the first one that had uh, Weird Al in it, right? He was in the first one. Weird Al was in the first one? Yeah, when he gets off the plane. He comes to the thing, he's like, Denny, understand how a man can hurt inside? Uh, they're not here for you, Frank. Weird Al's on the plane. <laughs> Weird Al gets off the I plane. I remember that. Right at the beginning of the first movie. Uh-huh. Yeah, remember the driving away after he finds out that his uh, his his girlfriend left him. It's like, all I know is that he's a uh, he's a gymnast and it's the uh, best sex of her life. <laughs> <laughs> every everywhere I look, something reminds me of her. They got the two tits on the. <laughs> um, yeah, no, and I, we keep coming back to the first one, but there's so much stuff in that, like just. That the that Nordberger's thing at the uh, the hospital that Nordberg's at is the Our Lady of the Worthless Miracle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of uh, like I said, you got you gotta you can watch it. You can watch a new movie if you pay attention. Well, it's like Airplane. You could watch this movie a bazillion times. You're gonna catch something. This else time I was trying to pay attention to the stuff that was on the walls, like in the houses. Oh yeah. Buildings, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. They put ridiculous nonsense. People reading the papers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. They put that stuff. I mean, the fact that the the credits start with people who are in the movie instead of cast, <laughs> and then they put like a recipe in there somewhere. <laughs> the credits in all these are ridiculous. Um, they they list the assistant to the assistant, and then they like put a joke in after that, and then it, they're all insane. I don't know if you ever sat through the credits, but the credits are full of jokes. No, I'm usually laughing into the credits though. Yeah, so but they yeah sure. no, they're great. Um, this one had a 23 million dollar budget. And it did 192. It did better than the first one? Mm-hmm. That's actually very surprising. Um, what was I going to say? I forget how Quentin gets it in this one. Uh, Goulet? Yeah. You remember? <laughs> Quentin Habsburg. Uh, they're, uh, him and Drebin were fighting upstairs. Mm-hmm. And then they go through that window, and he's hanging uh, he's hanging him out. He's hanging uh, Robert Goulet out. Mm-hmm. And fucking George Kennedy, <laughs> Ned comes over there and just pushes the leg. 
and he falls all the way down, lands on that net, and he lands on his feet. Yeah. And he's like, whatever. And then that fucking lion. Oh, the lion gets him. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, mercy. Yeah. No, it, it's a great movie. Like, all three of these are a super easy, fun watch. But I don't like it as much as the first one. Mr. Poopy Pants. Yes. Yes. We can handle this like mature adults. <laughs> Can't we, Mr. Poopy Pants? What did he say? Oh, yes. I'm dating, too. Uh, she uh, wrote a book. It's about... Uh, that's right about erectile. It's about it's about it's about premature erectile dysfunction. I'm sure you've read it. Yeah, that's lovely. Um, shout out to the cat for that. Yeah, special shout out to the cat for uh, yeah, just throwing up on the floor. Thanks, George. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's how you got it. <laughs> One of the recently freed lion that happened in the middle of the goddamn movie <laughs> for no pure reason. Yeah, when Frank drove the tank through the uh, through the cage. <laughs> Got no. more Nordberg in this one. Yeah, more Nordberg, but it's uh, him getting stuck under multiple vehicles is pretty funny. That's <laughs> just fucking obnoxious. <laughs> the cactus. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one severely <laughs> underrated by Rotten Tomatoes. What did it get on Rotten Tomatoes? Fifty six, sixty five. No. Yeah, no, that critic score especially is ridiculous. This this deserves at least a seventy. Bunch of jagoffs. At least a seventy. Was Ebert one of them? I don't know. I didn't read them. Well, I was just like, you are you fucking kidding me? So are most of the people in this movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, it's great. It's great. The, the explosion scene alone for me makes the movie just because there's so many hidden gags in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still can't get that right. guy who's just pancaked up against the wall and like the like, that, with, with Frank standing like, there and he's like <laughs> he's like uh, Frank you might want to like he's like the same height as <laughs> George Kennedy's like Frank you might want to get off of him oh sorry I just stepped out <laughs> off a body <laughs> you're standing on one Frank yeah <laughs> uh, the guy who played um, the doc Dr. Meinheim he played both of those parts I didn't realize it was the same dude Earl Hacker and Dr. Meinheim it was the same guy it was? Yeah, he night? played his own double, yeah. I didn't know that. He had a lot of range. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that too, but I was really like, damn, they really, makeup-wise, they really made that one guy look like... Uh, yeah, no, it's the same dude. Oh, wow, okay. But, like, his range is the bad guy. Like, you would not know they were the same dude. Um, no, I. it's a great movie. It's a lot of fun. Um, but then again, that's that's all of these. I think one of my two favorite Ned moments in this movie mm-hmm. was uh, when uh, Drevin was at the restaurant mm-hmm. and he was describing. He's like, "I want a life like yours. You know, you got someone to go home to. <laughs> He's <foaming>. <laughs> <laughs> you sleep with the same person for the rest of your life." <laughs> and then at the when the uh, the raw sewage scene, I love it. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. It was after when they got uh, after everything falls on Monheimer and Leslie Nielsen's getting himself free, uh-huh. right? And then uh, Ned and all them walk in and they untie uh, Ed. Yeah, they uh, they untie everybody. They untie Monheimer, but he's covered in all the fucking oil and all that. Yeah. And the guy and Ned is like, uh, he was like, you know what? I can't stand. I can't stand people <laughs> like pizza you. Get out of my <laughs> All right, that's enough. <laughs> 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 you see that big ass George Kennedy laying out, <laughs> so, and then the guy, the, the the bad guy, was like standing there with the, like, in the boxing stand still. I'm like, damn, it's fucked up. Uh, he's had enough. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. It's great stuff. Uh, and that brings us to thirty three and a third, the final insult. Great movie. It is uh, ninety four. I was ten. Yeah, I was uh, in college. Actually, I graduated from college that year. Um, this one is directed by Peter Siegel, who also made Tommy Boy and yeah. Get Smart and a whole big bunch of kind of meh comedies. I like, like Peter Siegel. Some of his comedies are a little meh. Anger management, eh. Well, Tommy Boy is my... Tommy Boy's I mean, amazing. That's what does it for me. Tommy Boy's amazing. The uh, fact well, that he got Remo Williams for this one? That's that's mm-hmm. where I was going next. Fred Ward, man. Fred Ward is one of those who, thank God, is still alive. Yeah, uh, he'll always be alive. Yeah, and he is one of those guys who elevates everything he's in. Every movie Fred Ward's in, even if it's a shitty movie, he's great in it. Um, yeah, Remo Williams, obviously. The first two Tremors movies, obviously. The f- second Tremors is not by any stretch a great movie, but he's fantastic in it. Yeah. Um, and uh, have you seen Miami Blues? I have seen Miami he's Blues. He's so good in Miami Blues. Good one, That's an underrated film. Hope right Mosley. He's so good in that. Um, and he's great in this, uh, playing the Mad Bomber. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, as you mentioned earlier, um, uh, well, I was saying Fred Ward at this point 
like, I think he and Lance Henriksen should do a movie together where they're just like two super grizzled guys. Mm. <laughs> that mm. would be awesome. Mm. Fine Lance Henriksen? Yeah, he's still around. Bishop? Yeah, he's still around. He's grizzled as hell still. But it would be great if they were like, just like it was like a buddy cop picture, but they're like two like retired, super grizzled old bastards. Yeah. God, that would be a good movie. Um, okay, so Anna Nicole. <sighs> the tragic, tragic Showing. Anna. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, if she's going to act in something, this is pretty much her best shot. <laughs> I think this is her best and only shot. Well, no, it is not her best and only shot. I can't believe you haven't seen this. What? She did a movie called Skyscraper. Don't recall. Where she was a helicopter pilot. Oh, no. That got trapped in a building with terrorists. So it's basically Anna Nicole Smith in Die Hard. Her own version of I Die Hard? Yes. She's the hero. She's playing the Bruce Willis part in a Die Hard ripoff. And it is real funny, but it's not supposed to be real funny. It is a complete scream. She's very naked in it um, because she's Anna Nicole Smith. And she's almost naked in this. She's not terrible, but there again, this is that kind of role. Hmm. You know, she's just there to do what she does because <clears throat> she's Anna Nicole. Right. Hmm. I mean, just walk around and... Throw your big fake boobs out and, and do that. That's your whole deal. Interesting. Yeah, no, skyscraper, dude. You gotta see it. But this is this is this is the one where where hey, it is again a bit dated. You can tell when it came from, with the Donahue references. No no nobody's gonna know who the f- I love that joke. Is that when Donahue was at his peak? Uh he was starting on his downslide a little bit. Did he but, go crazy or something? No, it just Oprah kinda took all his thunder. Mm. Um I thought that was Richard Bay. No, there were a lot of those guys at the time. There was Oprah and Sally Jesse and... Jenny? Jenny Jones. Jenny Jones. <sighs> Don't even get me started yeah. with that guy. That whole murder over that whole thing. Oh, shit. Good ratings. Well, and the, no, the Donahue joke is really funny. Like, yeah. All the stuff about like Donahue and Van White or whatever, that's really funny. But it dates the movie, which I think is a problem. Because that's the thing. That's why the first one for me, and I think you'd probably agree with me, is the best of the three. Because it's not dated. Yeah. It, 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 it could happen anytime. And this is the one where you start seeing Leslie Nielsen... Kind of start not taking things so seriously. Yeah, he starts getting real, real goofy in this one. That whole scene with him uh, with the uh, the shopping carts. He's trying to get the shopping cart out and it won't come out. Oh, his domesticated scene? Yeah, that whole thing. I was like, oh, here we go. I thought it kind of weird that that manager guy was like, Staring at him, but then when the uh, like he didn't know who this guy was, yeah, like man, what the fuck? What's his dad? What's this guy doing? But when that robbery happens, he's like, Mr. Trevor, Trevor, you know, like calls him by his name and everything. I'm like, man, what? Yeah, it's kind of weird, but no, it's it's a great movie still. I mean, if it was if it wasn't a sequel to two movies, which for my in my opinion are both better than it, it would be a great movie anyway. If it was just by itself, Fred Ward's awesome in it. Um, I like the fact that they if they wouldn't have pulled off certain things like having Olivia Dukakis and James Earl Jones, <laughs> you know what I mean? Actually, like play themselves, but like be a part of the movie like that. Yeah, I thought that was what kind of that made it a lot of fun. You know what I mean? That like, made, made a lot of enjoyable. fun. And I'm trying to remember her name, but the gal who played uh, who played Fred Ward's mom. Oh, Kathleen. Um, she passed away in like '01. Yeah, I looked it up too. Yeah, Dude, I she's in a lot of movies. Yeah, no, she's yeah, of course she was. She's in a lot of Jerry Lewis movies. But she um, was, she's great in this. She's uh, very, very Kathleen funny. Kathleen Freeman. Yeah, she's very yeah, funny in this. Um, no, that, like I said, Fred Ward elevates everything he's in. And this is already a pretty good movie. So anytime Fred Ward's on screen, it's real funny. Yeah. Um, and for the most part, Leslie's doing a great job too. But like I say, he's starting to fall into that goofiness, like, that thing. And he's not as good when he does that. Spy Hard was all that shit. I'm guessing you didn't like Spy Hard? I didn't. <laughs> no, and, and part of that is expectation. Like, I was going in there with, like, oh, it's going to be funny because it's about spy movies and it's the dude from Naked Gun. Lower expectations. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that in years. <laughs> But Lowered this expectations. <laughs> we forgot to mention about Ray Burke. Was that how you say his name? The guy that played Pap Schmear? Because Pap Schmear came back as the oh, yeah. villain. Yeah, guy, yeah and then they finally killed him by blowing up the, uh, the helicopter. <laughs> with, he actually uh, got a Pap Schmear? 
<laughs> With Remo Williams coming through that. And Remo Williams floor. killed him, yeah. <laughs> Papschmier? <laughs> Remo Williams. The adventure begins and pretty much is over now. Sorry. I know this. Raquel Welch looked delicious in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she More always, than Nicole. She always, No, agreed. I, I, I never, Nicole's not really my flavor. She's a little too fakey. Yeah. Um, you know, I wouldn't have turned her down by any means. Mm. Come on. I mean, it's not Nicole. But... Um, no, she looks a little too fake, and and just knowing the history there and like what happened to her, it's hard to like, <laughs> like she's such a hot mess, and it's, ugh, like and you almost feel, uh, that actually, and it's not in the movie's fault. It dragged it down a little for me because every time she's on screen, it's like, oh, she was just such a tragic thing. Like, uh, <laughs> it's kind of like OJ. Like you see him on screen, like that guy killed his wife and her boyfriend. <laughs> oh, man, I really like that Norbert character, but goddamn, ninety four was that year. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that was a rough year. Right? For, I think so, yeah. That was a rough year for him. Uh, yeah, you know, Nordberg's great, but then Nordberg uh, got doing, involved in some shit that he shouldn't have got involved he's in. He's doing okay for himself now. Kind of. He gets like $150,000 a month. Well, and, uh, and, and Keenan's doing a great job buying him still occasionally. So, you know. Hmm. Um, no, this one. This one's a 54-53 on Rotten Tomatoes, which I think is still a little too low. Hello, I think all these, the least, the average to be 90, 91. For all opinion. of them, all of them combined. See, nah, As in, they should all high. have at least a ninety. Oh, you know what? The only the first one. I should have the third one in eighty-eight. Yeah, you're 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 ranking them higher than I am, but I'm I, I guess I'm <laughs> I'm a hard grader. Uh, I'd I'd probably put the first one at ninety for sure, if not higher, somewhere in the nineties. I think eighty-eight's fair, but it's not accurate. Yeah. Um, I I but the other two should be much higher than they are, but I'd probably put the second one somewhere in the seventies, and this one in the high sixties. Wow. I, I, they're both th- no, and that's that's not. I come I come not to not to bury Caesar, <laughs> but to praise him. Um, it's it's <laughs> they're they're all great, and I'm 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 grading a little more conservatively. I'm not that harsh, dude. I would I would anything that's trying to do this, like any of the scary movie sequels, don't get anywhere near that. I don't even want to do those. No, I don't, like, I don't like any of them. The first one's cute. I have a real okay. To be fair, I have a thing for Anna Ferris. So anything she's in, I'll give you that. Anything she's in, I'm going to give a better score to. I just like I think people like that movie way too much. The series, the series sucks. The first one's fine because it's got some fun stuff in it, but it does have that same problem I was talking about. If you're if you're making fun of one specific movie, that's usually not as good. Yeah. Usually you got to make fun. And of course, I would be remiss if I didn't get to one of. I think you'll agree with me. The most underrated parody film ever made that nobody is seeing, Johnny Dangerously. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm talking to you with my dog in my hand. <laughs> that is a perfect example. It's making fun of every gangster movie from, like, the 1930s on. Like, it's all of them. And it's doing it fucking brilliantly. Like, <laughs> all of it movie. is... It's, yeah, it's close. It is close to a perfect movie. Like, every joke hits. All of them. <laughs> and that's not easy when Joe Piscopo's in it. <laughs> I like him, but he's not an actor. Uh, he should watch his screen time, that's for sure. Yeah, but he's great in that. Wasn't he a cast in SNL? He was, and he was like the cast member in SNL. Really? He was good? Uh, right before, you should see, he did some really funny stuff in SNL. His Sinatra was very, very funny. <laughs> Um, I remember him and uh, Eddie Murphy doing Ebony and Ivory, where he was Sinatra and Eddie Murphy was uh, was Stevie Wonder. <laughs> I'm black and you are white. You're blind as a bat, and I got sight. <laughs> uh, no, he was very good on SNL for a while, but you know, once he got into that whole weird bodybuilding thing, he got a little weird. Mm-hmm. Is that when he did Transylvania Six Thousand or whatever? Was Piscopo in Transylvania Six Five Thousand? Yeah, Treat Williams. No, that was Dead Heat. What? Dead Heat. Yeah, but Piscopo and Treat Williams were in Dead Heat. No! Uh, Transylvania 65000 is Jeff Goldblum and Ed Bigley Jr. Are you serious? I am absolutely serious. Oh, I know this one because I, I love Transylvania 65000 and I've got a soft spot for Dead Heat because it's got Darren McGavin and uh, Vincent Price in two of their last roles. Um, it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Piscopo is amazing and Giant Dangerous. So I think we can agree on that. Danny Vermin, man. 
He has some of the, <laughs> he has some of the best lines in the whole movie. Everything about his gun is a goddamn scream. I came a little scumbag. I <laughs> live <laughs> up to a lot of people's expectations of me. I've become a real scumbag. Like <laughs> armor, this gun shoots through armor through the victim, through the wall, <laughs> through a tree outside. It shoots through schools. schools. <laughs> You shouldn't hang me on a hook, Johnny. My grandmother hung me on a hook once. <laughs> once. You know what? I'm tired of slapping you around. It bores me. <laughs> I'm bored of slapping you around. It bores me. Um, I'd be down to do one podcast episode just for <laughs> yeah. Johnny Danger. I would, too. Um, that, like, you know what? That could be the first episode that you would have to pay for. Yeah. That, yeah. Well, that or, like, if we end up doing, like, a lot of the ones, I, a lot of the podcasts I listen to, like off weeks, they'll just do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, we can have that. Would be one of those because there's a couple. Like I was thinking about that because there's a couple other movies that nobody's seen that I'd like to talk about. Yeah, like Streets of Fire and uh, Miracle Mile. Holy shit, that's a good movie and nobody's seen it. Um, but yeah, I mean, the thing is, nobody's making movies well like this anymore. Absolutely not. It's the reason, it's, it, if there's no other reason to watch these three movies, and I think we can agree, everybody should watch these three movies. All three of them, they're all fun. They're all super easy to sit through. It, they don't tax your brain at all. Can <laughs> we talk about that possible fourth one? Did you hear anything about that one? No, but if they do one without Leslie Nielsen, it's going to suck. Well, so Ed Helms, yeah, I wish you could see his face, but yes, Ed Helms was in the talks of doing something for the longest time, right? So recently, as of January 2021, mm-hmm. Liam Neeson... Uh, not Liam Neeson. <laughs> no, 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 no. That might be interesting. No, Liam Neeson. That was right. I was making sure I wasn't saying Leslie Nielsen. Liam Neeson just recently said he was, uh, he was approached and maybe possibly going with something like that. The Ed Helms one... Was a complete. Uh, he was trying to pitch it to be like a son of Frank Drippin. That's the only way it would work. But uh, Nielsen, I believe it would have been more of a uh, reboot. No, see that would suck. It can't. It can't be somebody playing Frank Drippin. Yeah. It can't be. That's. It would be like. God, I can't even think of it. Well, I mean, that's the point of remaking it, though. Like somebody would have to be. But like I said, the it, Ed Helm thing was obviously after Nielsen uh, had passed away. Mm-hmm. But uh, Liam Neeson, that was as early as 2021, January. Neeson, Neeson is a step in the right direction because he's a serious actor. I could see it like that. I don't like Ed Helms, personally. I like him Hang in the right good, things. Oh, no. Um, uh, the one with uh, Piven. Um, PCU? No, the, uh, the one where it's the car salesman. Um, oh, what the hell is the name of it? Oh, God. yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, Ed Helms was fucking hilarious in that. That's the guy with the boy band. I didn't see it. I don't like. Uh, I didn't like that. I, mean, I like looking the cover of that. Movie. No, it's 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 funny. Um, and I like Jeremy. Pitt I too. can't believe I can't. Remember. I gotta look that up now. Um, PCU is a shit. Yeah, PCU is a shit. I agree. <laughs> Cheese. Oh, and and old school. <laughs> Cheese. Um, it was. Um, we're talking about saying why I looked this up. Uh, Leslie Nielsen is the shit. Uh, I agree. Like, well, was the shit, but... Was the shit, yeah, he's dead now. Well, I didn't realize he died so long ago. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah. 2010. Yeah, that's long ago. That's a hell of a long time ago. And I think maybe. the last thing with Ed Helms was like 2013 as far as like talks or something like that. Maybe I'm like... Helms? Oh, with Ed Helms? Like rebooting or the oh, possible, that. Okay, the possible like, like son of Frank Drebin. Right no, I'm no, saying like... If it was a son of the, oh, the Goods... That's what it, that's the what it goods. was. The goods, where Ed Holmes is his uh, is his nemesis in it, and he's part of a boy band. And you're in a boy band, man band. It's a man band. <laughs> um, he's funny in that. I think I think Holmes can be good. I think he gets a lot of shit for uh, having to put in the possible position in, in the impossible position of having to take over for Michael Scott on The Office. Yeah. Um, they should just, just cut that shit after. Carell yeah, left, but yeah. speaking of Carell, Angie Tribeca that I was talking about, he's the guy who he and his wife executive produced that. Really? Yeah, and it's great. I, I cannot recommend it enough. Um, and, okay, so for me, I, I think it's fairly obvious. I think these are good in order. I can see that. I think one, two, three is the way this goes. Yeah, well, uh, but that is not 
discounting three or two. They're, yeah. they're all super fun. They're all a lot of fun to watch. I'd recommend them to anybody. Um, I would also recommend Johnny Dangerously before you see any of them. Um, but that's a personal preference thing. Um, and Airplane. But they're all just amazing. Yeah. Um, can't recommend it enough. Well, I, I think because I saw, because of my age, mm-hmm. you know, I don't mean to throw that at you, but I saw Damn the second one first because mm-hmm. I was kind of busy in 88. Uh, it was a really long year for me. Um, I was about to start school the very next year. You, know, you were what, four? <laughs> four. Yeah, I can see where you'd be busy. I've got a five-year-old. She, she wouldn't have time for it either. Yeah. But, <laughs> so I saw the second one first, yeah. not knowing that that was the first one, the second one, mm-hmm. okay, in my head. And then once I realized when I, I had seen the first one, but I thought the first one was the second for the longest time. And then the third one came out, but I already came of age as far as like, yeah. you know, I know where I'm Understand at. Understand you know what, what we're talking about. about. So I'm going to say two, one, three, but that's not because I think one's better than the other. I think all three of them are great. They're all three great. belongs in three for sure. But the first one, only because of how I watched it, I mean, the second one's always going to be my favorite. That's, that's, that's the first one I was uh, yeah. exposed to. No, that totally makes sense. I mean, uh, that's probably why I like uh, Friday the 13th 2 so much, because yeah. I saw it before the first one. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 that's perfectly... They're all great. But they're, if I was to watch them as an adult, one, two, three. Actually, the show... The show. The show is so goddamn good. Uh, between the uh, my two favorite things are that are that they kill the guest star at the beginning of every episode, and that the title never matches what the guy says. I like that Shatner kind of got kind of got a second chance. Yeah, <laughs> he's the only one. <laughs> um, yeah, and those are on YouTube. Like I said, you need to watch those. Highly recommend. Yeah, very highly recommended. Um, um, what are we doing next? I know um, you kind of said something during this one, but are we still going to? I want to say I want to say I want to stick with the cop theme. Okay, so we're going to do Dirty Harry. The Dirty Harry movies next. All five. Do you feel lucky? Do you? I do. Punk. I, I, I kind of do. Um, no, I, I'm looking forward to that. I love. Yeah, these no, movies. they're great. They're they're a lot of fun, and they really show you how things change over time. Because yeah. the Dirty Harry that's in Dirty Harry is not the same dude that's in that's in uh, Deadpool. That's a whole different guy. Yeah. Um, and a sure. whole different vibe and a whole different thing going on. So, um, yeah. So, Dirty Harry next time. What did we say was the, was the recommend that we needed to watch? I don't remember what I said, but it's something that everybody needs to watch. Cannibal Holocaust. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it wasn't that. Uh, I mean, watch that if you want. It's was it the sleepaway camp? Yeah, no. No, sleepaway camp's great too. I don't remember. Anyway, rewind and figure out what that was because I don't remember. <laughs> Roger that. Um, anything else you want to mention? No, I think that's it. I know we forgot to mention that we're the series run podcast. Sometimes we hit the ground running. Hopefully you know that because otherwise you're listening to the wrong. This isn't like a, a food thing. Yeah. Well, uh, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, the series run podcast. Um, Friendster Twitter. I'm gonna. I'll do that. <laughs> He's gonna set up his Twitter. I'm gonna for set us. up a tweet. I'm gonna set up a tweet and a Friendster <laughs> account, um, and maybe a MySpace. Heard that MySpace. Damn All straight. Right. Well, then, Go uh, Tom. We'll see you uh, in two weeks. Woo! Bye bye.